Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Motivational Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Thank you guys so much for joining us on today. We are here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you get your day started on time and on top. We really do appreciate you guys joining us here uh, for sharing with your friends, family, coworkers, and associates. The call grows more and more every single day, and we want to say thank you for your part in sharing to make that happen. Uh, we ask that uh, you post your notes, whatever it is you hear on the call, whether it's live or from a replay, post your notes, share it on social media, use the hashtag when dreams collide. If you've ever missed a call and you want to get caught up, you can go to whendreamscollide.com. That's whendreamscollide.com. On the homepage there, you scroll to the bottom, you can see the full playlist of Motivational Moment in the Morning. Every call we've done since we launched August 3rd, 2015 is there. Uh, the, the title is there. The dates are there. So you can go back and listen to whatever you feel is relevant to where you are right now. Uh, and so be sure to share it with someone that you love and you care for as well. Also, while you're on the homepage of WhenDreamsCollide.com, be sure to subscribe to the list. Become a VIP or Vision Impact Partner there. You'll see where you can join the list and with some exciting announcements and things coming up very soon, and that's where we'll be able to share it first. And we share other things as well there. So you want to get connected uh, so you are constantly in the loop of what's happening, what's going on, uh, great information that we share. While you're on the website, click on the Straight Talk Women Talk tab. Ladies, be sure to get connected. We are so excited about this platform and what the Lord is doing through it. Straight Talk Women Talk is a kingdom principle-based platform. It's grounded in authenticity and truth with no judgment. Uh, women are able to come to the table with their authentic selves, and we really are able to connect and get to that next level. And so uh, our events are spirit-led and purpose-driven. Our next event is actually this Sunday in Atlanta, Georgia. We'll be having our in-part session. It's going to be absolutely phenomenal. You want to make sure that you are there. Uh, that will be this Sunday, July 24th in Atlanta, Georgia. And then we'll be in Houston, Texas on August the 13th. So you can go to straighttalkwomentalk.com for tickets, details, and information. Seats are going fast. It is limited seating. Um, we keep it uh, a small environment so that we're able to connect with all the women there and really, really are able to unfold and unpack some things. So you want to get connected. Go back to the site and listen to the replays as well of all the calls that we've done, um, especially this, this month and uh, next month as well. We'll have our special features. And so you can go back and listen to the powerful message uh, that Ms. Keisha Wilson shared on this past Monday night's call. Man, it was amazing. Um, you you would definitely, definitely, uh, that, that will resonate with you on so many levels for sure. So you can go to straighttalkwomentalk.com, scroll to the bottom there. on the uh, you'll, you'll see special features listed, and you can listen to the special features that we've done on the platform. And for those of you that are out there with that entrepreneur mindset, with that vision mindset, you want to head on over to builditforyourlastname.com. That's www.builditforyourlastname.com. You know, my husband and I strongly believe that an inheritance is what you leave for someone, but a legacy is what you leave in them. And it's time to stop hustling for your first name and begin building something of significance for your last name. And that's what that vision is all about. That's what that website is all about. So it doesn't matter what company you're in, what, what uh, industry you're in, Every single day, if you are putting in the work, if you are making the sacrifices, investing the time, driving up and down the highways and byways of life, taking the flights, making the calls, and just doing the things to provide for your family, 
then it's time for you to make sure that what you're doing can live past you. When, when your time here on earth is up, what will be left behind as a result of all the work that you are doing right now? That's truly something to think about, ladies and gentlemen, because we don't really think about it that much. And, and a lot of people just get caught up in the cycle of just doing what's familiar that they don't realize that there's a lot more to it. And so Build It For Your Last Name is a powerful vision. Uh, and so people from all over the world are participating in it. They're excited about it. We have our gear that's there. Uh, we've got T-shirts. We have hats. We have a new line that's coming out very, very soon. Uh, and folks from all over the world are purchasing that and rocking it every single day. Every day we send out shipments. So uh, we'll be sending out some more this afternoon. If you want to be a part of that, place your order this morning. And it will go out with everyone else's this afternoon. Uh, as well. And when you get the gear, take a picture, post it on social media, use the hashtag Bifflin, B-I-F-Y-L-N, which is the acronym for building for your last name, and share it on social media as well. But we are excited, folks, about it. We appreciate your support as well in, in promoting the vision and supporting it and believing in it for yourself and your own family's last name. All right, folks, my husband is here, ready to rock and roll. Let's go ahead and get this call started on this morning. Um, if you are driving, be safe, put in your earpiece. If you're stationary, get out your pen and your paper. Uh, remember, post your notes on social media. Use the hashtag when drinks collide so we can see it. Honey, come on to the line and say good morning to our VIP. Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs. Come on, y'all. Vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Hey, did you hear me? I said I'm excited (laughs) about your future. Bifflin, listen, I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. Can you see me now? Can you see me now? Unfortunately, most of the people that are around you and most of the people that are most closest to you in the very beginning of your progression will not see the real you. Can you see, can you see me now? Most of the people that, that, that you find yourself serving in the beginning, most of the people that you find yourself in the comfort of cannot see the greatness that is within you because you become so cavalier. As a matter of fact, Bill Bailey says it this way. He says, if you treat people casually, you will become a casualty. Can you see me now? Isn't it amazing that strangers will see the greatness in you long before most of the people most closest to you will even take you seriously? They won't see the, 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 the talent and the gifts that's within you. That's why I tell you all of the time, most of your friends and family won't start supporting you until strangers start celebrating you. Can I say that again? Most of your friends and family won't start supporting you until strangers start celebrating you. Can you see me now? As a matter of fact, I'm reminded of the story of David. You remember David? You know, everybody remembers uh, King David. You, you hear about the name King David, and you hear about all the conquests, and you hear about Bathsheba, and you hear about, you know, all the things that he did and how he was being persecuted and how Saul wanted to kill him. But I want to take you 
to, 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 to the seed form of David. I, I want to take you and hopefully be able to draw some transferable truths, allow you to cross-pollinate, to see yourself the way God sees you and not the way man sees you, because here's what I have come to understand even in my own life. When God wants to protect your life, he removes somebody old from it. But when he wants to bless your life, he brings somebody new into it. And it's incumbent upon you to recognize, realize, and respect when these changes and when this shift is happening. Because all too often what we tend to find, oh, jeez, here I come. What we tend to find ourselves doing is holding on to people that God is attempting to make us let go. As a matter of fact, we find ourselves asking God to bless someone or bless something that he's trying to break. In other words, you've got to give people their walking papers. It is time for you to press on, move forward, so that they eventually will see how great you are. My critical question for you is, can you see me now? But David, here David is. Uh, in the very beginning, remember, he was in his father's house, and he had other brothers, and, and, and Samuel, the prophet. Samuel is now coming over into David's home. Uh, and, and he's now looking, hear me, for the next poor person that he's going to anoint as king of Israel. And uh, he had been given the edict, he had been given the word, he had been given the vision um, that, that he needs to go anoint. Now, I've got to pause for just quick clarity and understanding because sometimes when I read the context of the scriptures, I really, I get perplexed because I don't understand, Samuel, how in the world you're a bona fide prophet, how in the world God gave you the GPS to land at the doorsteps of David's home, but you still didn't know you were supposed to point out David. Why in the world were you asking David's father who, you know, to give you the sons and you were about to appoint somebody else? Because here's what happened. God, oh, here it is. He'll show you the beginning from the end, but he never shows you the hell in the hallway. Have you ever been overlooked? And now when it is later on, God will begin to raise you and elevate you over a period of time. What I've discovered about time is time doesn't heal, because if time healed, there will be no need for God. Mm. Time doesn't heal, but time does reveal. And if you just give people time, if you just give people time, if you just give people time, they will reveal. Can you see me now? And here David is. He's not, watch it, he's not even seen. Samuel, is, now he's, he's about to anoint somebody else. He's about to give the mantles to somebody else. He's about to now bestow upon somebody else what is oh, what's supposed to be meant for David. But the story never tells us David got mad. The story never says that David got jealous or envious. The story never said that David had to fight for what was his right. But, oh, when Samuel started to now evaluate the people he was going to anoint, the brothers that were there, the, pe the brothers that were in the vicinity, because there's a lot of people that will be in the vicinity, but, but, but it's only you that's supposed to be appointed for this particular position and this assignment. This is why you can unpack your bags, baby. You don't have to fight for your right. You don't have to fight for this particular right because you were first, hear me, selected before you are elected. Did you hear me? You are selected before you're yet elected. Man may elect you, but God has selected you. And so, and so I don't have to fret. I don't have to worry. I don't have to post about it. I don't have to talk about it. I just got to watch what David was doing. David, hear me, he was tending to his sheep. 
He was out there working on something. See, see, you you got to listen to me. You have to learn until you are seen. Stay on the scene and feed the sheep. Stay on the scene and tend to the sheep. What is the sheep, Jared? Whatever is in your hand. What's in your hand right now that you're supposed to be doing? What 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 work are you already doing? See, that's what you got to cultivate. That's what you've got to now put your time, your effort, and your focus into because when the right person shows up. They ought to find you so wrapped up in your work that it causes a, a break in to what's going on. And they have to come find you in your work. See, David wasn't just laying around and, and saying, what was me? When is it going to be my time? When is it going to be my turn? Da- David wasn't complaining and, and gossiping and telling everybody what's not going on and what's not going right. Da- David didn't find himself slipping into a poisonous season where everything was just, oh, I can't do this and I can't do that. Look at all these people i got to go up against. David was so focused on tending to the sheep. And, and now Samuel, Samuel calls, calls the father and says, um, uh, there's, mm, there's got to be someone else. Huh. This, are you sure this is all? I know we've heard all these preachers. I know we've seen all these speakers. I know we've experienced these business people, but, but there's somebody else. Oh, shucks. It, 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 I know we, we've experienced all of these authors, and we've experienced all these people. They, yeah, they're good now, but, but is there somebody? Oh, shucks. Is there somebody else? And, and I'm stopping by your station this morning to ask you a critical question. Or will you be found in your work? So that we can stop everybody else, stop everything else, and come find you. We'll come find you all. We'll come down your corner. We'll pull up right on your lane. And and when it's for you, it's for you. And when it's your time, it's your time. When it's your season, it's your season. You don't have to rhyme a reason when it's your season. And and Samuel says, uh, is there another one? And uh, here it is. Here they they go. Here they go. Uh, Yeah, there's another one. You're talking about little David. The little scrawny little David, see, they put that, that lil on you, L-I-L, that, that lil, they put that lil on you just to, just to solidify that they're incompetent, they're ignorant, and they're immature and insecure. But, but they're like, oh, you talking about little David? There it is. That, that's, what the, that's what the father said. Are you talking about my little boy David? The brother's probably looking around saying, you, you talking about that little one that, they, that didn't even graduate college? You talking about that little one that, that has been divorced? But are you talking about that little one that went bankrupt? You talking about that little one that can't pay their bills? Are you talking about this little one that has failed in business over and over again? You, that's the little one you're looking for? And God said, yeah, that's, that's the one I'm looking for. Mm. That, that, that's the one I'm about to raise up. Uh, that, that's the one I'm about to, I'm about to take what's in their heart. And put it in their hand. That, that's the one, yeah. The, the one, the one that can't afford to pay what, what it is that they want to pay right now. The one that's, that's robbing Peter to pay ball and, and jacking all 12 disciples. Yeah. That, that's the one that I'm about to use it. And you say, well, well, well what, why is that? Because you will go from overlooked to overbooked. You go, you will go from the outhouse to the penthouse. You will go from being off the scene to being put on the scene so that God's glory can be revealed and can be seen. Can you see me now? <laughs> can you see me now? Listen, if you just if you just wait long enough and are patient long enough, that spotlight is going to hit you. It's your turn. But the reason why it 
it requires the time that it does. What I've learned is that what God has in store for you, what he has prepared for you, the light from the outside that the world is going to shine on you is so big and so bright that he has to make sure the light that's within you is brighter, it's stronger. Because if the light on the outside becomes your source, then that's when your character gets messed up. That's when you start acting up and you really aren't prepared for what he's doing for you. So he has to make sure the light on the inside, what what he is doing through you and in your heart is is ready and can withstand the light, the bright light, the spotlight that's going to be shined on you. Because you know how it is. The brighter the light, the more visible the imperfection. And so as that light that the world puts on you to see what you're doing, and promote what you're doing as the light gets brighter and brighter and stronger and stronger your imperfections are going to show now we all have them make no mistake about it there's humanity and there's divinity and while your divinity is for everybody your humanity is not and so when that light from the outside is shining on you uh, uh, because of your divinity we got to make sure the humanity the part your heart your character is in order and in check so as those things begin to make way to the forefront you can still withstand the position that you have. You can you can boldly say, yes, that was part of my past. I did that. But look at me now. Yes, I used to be this. I was that. But look at me now. God has created a, a new creature in me. And so now you're not running from your story. You're not running from your testimony. But you're, you're leveraging your past pain and your process as a platform for you to go back and pour into other people for you to be an example. Because as my husband always says, your life will either be a warning or an example. And so it's important to make sure that we just be patient while we are enduring that process so that when it's time for us to shine, that our life becomes an example and not a warning for people to run away from. Because you learn from everybody. Whether you like them or not, you learn from them. You either learn what to do or you're going to learn what not to do. Either way, every person walking the face of this earth is a lesson, and they are an example of some sort. And so you want to make sure that you are in position to be that positive one. You're the one that people want to point to and say, you know what, I like what they're doing. I like how they're doing it. And you know what, I want to do that too. I'm looking forward to, to rocking like that as well. And understand that eventually everybody's going to see you. If you are just persistent and consistent enough at what you're doing, understanding like we told you yesterday, you're not buried but you're planted. When you're when you're buried, there's no expectation of life. But when you're planted, there's a tremendous expectation of life. No farmer plants a seed and does not expect a harvest. He plants a seed because he you know understands the seed must yield to the law. And if you sow, you won't reap. So understand that where you are, you're sowing. You're sowing, you're a seed, and you're constantly growing to get cultivated. So in due time, your harvest will come if you keep planting, if you keep cultivating what it is that you planted as well. Psalms 113, 7 and 8 says, He raises the poor out of the dust, and he lifts the needy out of the ash heap, that he may seat them with princes and with the princes, his people. And so that, what that means is it doesn't matter how low you are right now. You could be lower than a pregnant ant. It doesn't matter. In due time, in due season, he will raise you up. He will position you to the top. He will put you next to people of influence. You will be in those closed-door room private conversations where deals are being made and conversations are being had to shift the entire generation. 
because that's what you've been called to do. We've all been called to do great things. We have a purpose here on earth. Before anybody had an opinion about who we are, what we do, God already had a purpose for us. We were we were born, formed, made, and created for that particular thing. As he told Jeremiah in 1 and 5, he said, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. And so before we were even in our mother's womb, God already knew us. He knew every mistake we were going to make, every lie we were going to tell, every every uh, setback we were going to encounter, every faith friend we were going to have to endure, uh, every heartbreak we were going to have to experience. He knew all of those things before we even could to, were even conceived. And so he knew that he knew our our beginning from our end. He knows all of those things. He's the author and finisher of our faith. So so there's nothing new to him that we are experiencing. That's why we must lean on him in the process. And so the problem that you were born and created to solve is extremely important to the way that everybody lives their life. And so we need you. We need you to own it. We need you to own where you are. We need you to understand that while they may not be able to see you now, you at least need to see you. Can you look at you today? Can you see you today? Can you identify and recognize yourself today? As a song, you, sometimes you got to encourage yourself. If nobody else is acknowledging your work, you acknowledge your work. Tell yourself, self, listen, girl, you, you, you did that. You the truth. You know what? I love you. You are off the hook. If, this, if nobody told you today, I want you to know that. Tell yourself you're beautiful. Tell yourself you're handsome. Tell yourself you, 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 you all that in a bag of chips and then some. Tell yourself that. Because if, nobody, if you don't tell you, then you can't expect anybody else to. You can't wait for somebody else to applaud you, to celebrate you, to, to, to put you on and to see you. You can't expect anybody else to see you if you can't see yourself first. Most people spend so much time complaining about where they're not and what they don't have that they don't want to invest enough time realizing what's, what's already in their hands, what they already have access to. Encourage yourself. Celebrate yourself. When you see you first, when you see you first, then everybody else will see you. You know why? Because Christ has already seen us. He notices you every single day, every, every breath you take. Every every breath you exhale, every every single thing that you do, every time your eye blinks, he knows. Every single time, every thought you have, every move you make, even while you're sleeping, he knows. He sees every single thing, and he's he's speaking to you. He spoke to you in your dreams, very clearly, loud as day. What you need to do next? What move you need to make next? Love him enough, respect him enough to to believe what he showed you. Believe in the dark what he showed you in the light. That's a powerful testimony, a powerful statement, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't matter if they can see you now. Just make sure you can. Honey? If you stay small enough long enough, God will make you big enough soon enough. Did you hear me? If you stay small enough, Long enough, God will make you big enough soon enough. It's not going to be by power. It's not going to be by might. But it will be by the Spirit, says the Lord. Can you see me now? God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.